This episode is brought to you by Prize Picks, the number one daily fantasy sports app. Oh my goodness. Good morning, good afternoon. Whatever it is for you, I hope you're having a fantastic day. My name is Zach Schaumler. This is Strong Opinion Sports, episode 589. Gosh, we're getting close to 600. What do we do it? I have no kind of special thing planned for 600. Um, that's a lot of episodes, though. That's kind of wild. Um, welcome in. Today, we're going to talk about fantasy football, what happened to me during week three. I've also got a lot of stuff I want to share involving uh, the people in the league who made um, hilarious or dumb or funny bad things that happened to them that were involving bad luck. So we'll talk about all the mistakes and the bad things, that uh, kind of the bad beats that happened uh, this week. I lost for a second time ever in fantasy football this week. My team is now one and two. Uh, um, you know, I'm not. I don't like. I don't like losing. It's not fun. Uh, you know, I, I really. I'm into fantasy football now. I really am enjoying it. I absolutely hate losing. Like, I really don't like it. Um, it does suck. I feel like I found another way during my life to feel like I'm losing, which is not fun. Like, I, I feel like I'm already getting my butt kicked by so many things in society. I'm like, I don't need to also lose in fantasy football. It's not fun. Like, look at the housing market. Look at rent prices. You're like, yeah, I, I'd like to win fantasy football. <laughs> I need to pick me up. I need something good to happen to me. Uh, although that's part of the thing. So my team, the Serial Predators, they lost to Noah's team. His team name is Bustin' on Cousins, which is hilarious. Uh, I lost 87.96 to 116.58. So not a close game, kind of a blowout. Uh, also, like, no one on my bench could have saved me, which is, like, really bad for me. I'm like, I, I really just had a horrible week. I lost basically every matchup, and it's hard to feel hopeful for the rest of the year, honestly, after a week like this where um, I just lost in every aspect, and I it wasn't even like his team scored I don't know, 150 points and killed me. Like, no, no, I just didn't score enough and my team was horrible. And I, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I think in some ways I had some bad luck. We'll talk about it. Um, my quarterbacks, uh, I guess my quarterback and his quarterback. Let's talk about the quarterback matchup. My quarterback, Deshaun Watson, had 21.16 points. That's not bad. He was 27 for 33 passing, 289 yards passing, two touchdown passes. He also had four carries for 16 yards. So over 300 yards, two touchdowns. Not a bad day for Deshaun Watson. I think one of his better games of the year. I can stomach that. Now, his quarterback, Kirk Cousins, uh, was 32 for 50 passing, 367 yards, three touchdowns, had an interception. He also ran for 10 yards, so he had over 375 total yards. Uh, Kirk Cousins brought in 26.68 points. So uh, he beat me quarterback-wise. I can stomach that. Quarterbacks are not the way you win fantasy football, I have learned. If your quarterback has an amazing day, great. But if you score around 20 points a week, you're, you're doing fine. And it really comes down to running back, receiver, and then little weird things like kicker and your defense really, really have learned matter in fantasy football. Um, <clears throat> running back was a huge letdown for me this week. It was painful. Uh, for me, my running back, Jameer Gibbs, had 9.2 points on 17 carries for 80 yards, had a catch for two yards. Like, woo, okay. Jameer Gibbs, anytime you want to, like, have a breakout game and have 100 yards and a couple touchdowns, I'm waiting. I would love to see that. I thought that was going to happen much faster for Jameer Gibbs. We've seen B. John Robinson already look fantastic as a rookie running back. I'm still waiting for uh, Jameer Gibbs to really kind of break out. Maybe tonight, Thursday Night Football against Green Bay. It finally happens. We can only cross our fingers and hope so. 
I can't bench Jameer Gibbs. I really don't have enough running backs to um, not have him be a starter. So he's got to be a starter. He's got to work out. Like my, If my team's going to win it all this year, Jameer Gibbs has to become a high-level playmaker in the NFL. Although I, I knew the risk when I drafted him. He's a rookie. He's unproven. And he's not playing bad. You know, Detroit's 2-1. and one. He's doing enough. He's also not Christian McCaffrey. Like, and I, I think he's got potential to be that. So far, we haven't really seen that from Jameer Gibbs. Uh, my second running back is the most painful thing that happened to me all week. Uh, my number two running back, Joshua Kelly. I benched him hardcore. Like, I, week one, he had, like, I think, like, 16 or 25 points. He had a ton of points, multiple touchdowns over, like, 80 to 100 yards rushing, something like that. I remember Joshua Kelly week one was amazing. And then Austin Eckler, the starting running back ahead of him, in LA got hurt. And I'm like, sweet. Joshua Kelly is going to be my number one running back. He's going to bring me in a ton of points. He's getting more reps because of Austin Eckler being out. Unfortunately, in the last two weeks, the Chargers have not run the ball at all, which is really weird because week one, they ran for a ton of yards and they've got Kellen Moore as offensive coordinator who comes from Dallas where they run the ball. That's the game plan. And uh, it's not like LA isn't doing great on offense. They're scoring a lot of points. In fact, Justin Herbert, was 40 for 47, passing for 405 yards and three touchdowns on Sunday. So um, the Chargers are moving the football. They're just not including Joshua Kelly. And Joshua Kelly's not running for very many yards. He scored 2.7 points this week on 11 carries for 12 yards. 12 yards, Joshua Kelly. After having an incredible week one, he's done nothing for two weeks in a row. Eh, you out. I think Austin Eckler's coming back. And uh, I am putting Joshua Kelly on my Bench. Oh, by the way, Joshua Kelly had one catch for five yards. Woo! Nothing. Nothing. Please. I am I'm begging Joshua Kelly. Um, no, I guess not. Honestly, I've moved on. I've given up on Joshua Kelly entirely. Joshua Kelly I've given up on. I've all but given up on Odell Beckham Jr. He's already injured, missed a game last week. Um, now, my opponent's running backs, uh, Christian McCaffrey had 22.9 points. 18 carries, 85 yards, a touchdown, five catches, 34 yards. Christian McCaffrey, we all know it. He's the best running back in football. He's dominant and uh, scores a lot of points. Now, I had a chance to win one matchup. Najee Harris had six and a half points. Najee Harris, he refused to take him out of his line. I said last week, I said, are you sure you want to start Najee Harris? He did anyway. Najee Harris, 6.5 points, 19 carries, 65 yards. Um Najee Harris remains totally non-explosive and uh, a non-factor, basically, for Pittsburgh. He's not even their best running back, and it's looking like that was a wasted first-round pick. Nothing against Najee Harris. Seems like an awesome dude. I like him as a person. Um, not a home run hitter at running back, though. He just like doesn't have any kind of explosiveness. He's really not breaking away from defenders. He can't make a big play. And uh, that's unfortunate for Pittsburgh Steelers fans. Now, at wide receiver, I got royally shafted once again. Uh, Calvin Ridley had three catches for 40 yards. Jacksonville got obliterated by Houston. Now, my two running, my two receivers, by the way, were playing against each other. I had Nico Collins for Houston and Calvin Ridley. Jacksonville played Houston, and I thought because Houston scored 37 points, I'm like, great. I saw the score. I'm like, how many points did my receiver score? Because he's killed it last week in week two, and I would imagine if Houston scores 37 points, Nico Collins had to have been involved, right? Right? Oh, yeah, by the way, their their quarterback, rookie quarterback, CJ Stroud, threw for 280 yards. You would think, you would think that their number one receiver, Nico Collins, was involved, right? Right? No. Two catches for 34 yards, brought in 5.4 points. Dang it. 
come on, man. Nico Collins let me down big time this week. Now, I uh, I don't I don't like the tone of my voice here. Uh, he's a he's a player doing his best. They won. It doesn't matter. It, it's all like football aside or like fantasy aside. Nico Collins having a great year. They're winning. He's happy. I just thought for sure when I saw that final score, I'm like, Nico Collins had to have scored a lot of points in this football game. Two catches for 34 yards. Pain. Pain is what I'm feeling. It, it was not fun. It was disappointing. I was like, ah, oh, man. And really, I've learned fantasy football is, uh, I mean, you want to draft well. A lot of people make fun of my team. I, I think the reality is so many other teams in, in my league, like a lot of players just don't have much going on on their bench. There's not a lot of good backups here because there's 16 teams and just not an ability to have a lot of depth. So you can make fun of my team. I think everyone's kind of going through it. Um, but certainly this week, like, what, no one scored for me. My running back is horrible. My receivers were not, didn't even score 10 points. Like, pain. Uh, Mike Evans, his re- number one receiver, had 17 points, five catches for 60 yards and a touchdown. And then uh, even Terry McLaurin in a game where Washington got beat 37-3, to his number two receiver, Terry McLaurin, had six catches for 41 yards and 10.1 points. So, uh Nico Collins, in a win, had two catches. In a horrible loss, Terry McLaurin had more points than Nico Collins in a blowout win. Can we go back to when Houston was getting killed and and Nico Collins was still scoring, like, you know, 25 points a week? I would love that. I'd be totally fine if that continued. Uh, At tight end, um, I did win this matchup. Oh, my gosh. I won two matchups this week. I won the flex position and I won the tight end position. George Kittle, my tight end, had 16 points. He had seven catches for 90 yards on Thursday night football. Uh, against the Giants, and then his tight end, Luke Musgrave, had 10.9 points, which isn't bad. Luke Musgrave, uh, rookie tight end in Green Bay out of Oregon State, six catches, 48 yards. Luke Musgrave looks fantastic. I watched that game, Packers and Saints uh, in Green Bay, and uh, wow, I am, I'm impressed w- with what Green Bay's got going on. Now, at the flex, I won again, the only other matchup I won all week. Uh, Zach Moss had 22.5 points, 30 carries, 122 yards, two catches, 23 yards, and a touchdown catch. Unfortunately for me, Zach Moss is not expected to be a starter all year. Remember, after week four, Jonathan Taylor, the number one running back in Indy, is going to come back from um, the pup list. So Zach Moss has been great for me. It's not sustainable. I don't think his production is going to last, and so... Uh, I, I'm, I'm getting increasingly screwed. I'm like, oh man, I'm, I'm really, really in trouble. Now, uh, my opponent's flex, I remember busting on Cousins, their team, they had Javante Williams, the Denver running back. Remember, Denver got beat 70 to 20 in a horrifying, horrifying game. Uh, Javante Williams still at 8.5 points though, 11 carries, 42 yards, two catches for 23 yards. I mean, all things considered, not bad. Putting up eight and a half points in a horrible game where you got blown out. Uh, the only matchups I won this week, again, George Kittle won for me, and Zach Moss won the flex position for me. That's it, though. And uh, painful. Here's another painful loss for me. Uh, Brandon McManus, my kicker, was so bad, I got rid of him. I said, nope, nope, I'm done with that. At one point, Brandon McManus had negative points in this this week, during week two. I was like, is my kicker really going to screw me over and give me negative points? Are you kidding me? And uh, actually, after the week, I actually dropped Brandon McManus and picked up Matt Gay, the kicker in Indy, who... Uh, had 24 points and you know kicked multiple field goals from over 50 yards. Brandon McManus, my kicker, only gave me three points this week. He was one for three kicking, two for two kicking extra points. Again, negative points at one point this week from my kicker. Ugh, are you kidding me? Uh, now, Kaimi Fairburn, the Houston kicker, was my opponent's kicker. He had 13 points. He had uh, three field goals, a longer one. 
Uh, he was four for four, kicking extra points. That's great. And then both defenses this week uh, were horrible. I had the Cowboys defense. He had the Washington defense. Uh, each defense only scored one point. My Cowboys defense had two sacks, 28 points allowed. Washington's defense gave up 31 points, had an interception. Uh, both defenses, again, only scored one point. So that's kind of a wash there. So I, I won two matchups, and I tied the defense. Like, it's not a good week for Zach. Uh, here's the bad news, though, for me. There isn't really anyone on my bench who can save me. Um, Isaiah Pacheco, uh, the Chiefs running back, is on my bench. He had over 15 points, and that's great. I'm benching Joshua Kelly for him. Uh, but when, at some point, Jonathan Taylor comes back and starts playing really well and Zach Moss gets relegated to the number two running back in Indy, I'm screwed. I've got no other option at running back. And uh, I'm, I've learned very quickly, I really... I mean, I knew this the minute I drafted. Like, during the draft, I realized, oh my gosh, I screwed up the running back position. I, I honestly, straight up, I know I'm the commissioner of the league. It's my first time doing fantasy football. I didn't even realize until, like, the fifth round of the draft that... Two of your starting positions are running backs. So I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. It's going to be a problem. Uh, and so, yeah, I, I am paying for that dearly. Now, um, another problem for me, the Cowboys defense took a blow. Trevon Diggs, their number one corner, uh, Torres ACL, he's out for the year. So uh, a player who's generating a lot of interceptions and making it tough for opposing quarterbacks is going to make their defense worse in Dallas. Um, so this Cowboys defense that I, I've fallen in love with early in the year um, – you know, I, I think they're trending downward. Losing Trevon Diggs was no small thing. I mean, it really does matter. And it's going to impact their ability to, um, you know, limit limit opposing offenses. I do have the Packers defense as my backup plan. They're on my roster. They're on my bench. I've been holding on to them. And uh, that's not a terrible plan. Um, I think I do believe they play when the Dallas Cowboys defense is uh, taking a bye week, week seven. But... Um, I'm I'm nervous here, man. I'm really disappointed because I just really, really, dang, man. I I need something, and uh, yeah, this Cowboys defense I had such high hopes for, and losing Trevon Diggs really feels like it kind of ruins their whole cohesion as a defensive unit. I know that's weird, but um, that's true. I got offered a trade for um, Josh Allen, the Bills quarterback. Which I'm going to need at some point because uh, Deshaun Watson is going to have a bye week and I need to find some kind of quarterback option for that week. But really, I can't give up. He wanted Nico Collins and Isaiah Pacheco. I, I can't give up any skill position players, man. I need as many running backs as I can. Um, OBJ is a huge bust for me. So I'm going to hold on to him, I guess, just to see if maybe he starts playing better. But, um, you know, I, I'm really thin at receiver and running back. I can't give up either one. And I... I don't think Deshaun Watson is so bad that I need to replace him with Josh Allen. Um, I think Deshaun Watson's fine and going to score me roughly 20 points every week, and I can take that and weather that storm. But really where I'm hurting is the running back position, and I've got no—I need to maybe make a trade or something. I, I have no idea. I don't really have anything of value, though. That's the problem. I don't know how to fix my running back situation. Uh, I'm going to have to try to find somebody available— in free agency, maybe, who is like a, a guy in rotation who can become a starter— um, but it's, it's looking rough out there, man. I, I have no idea, uh, what I'm going to have to do at running back because it's, uh, the production level is not good enough and it's really costing me. I'm, I'm and two now and two, I'm, I'm, I'm one and two, but I've lost two weeks in a row, majorly partially because of my running back position. Now, some wild stuff happened this week. I want to talk about the highest scoring players. I want to make fun of some of my league mates, make fun of roast them, whatever the right word is. Uh, talk about their bad luck even in some situations. 
Before we do any of that, though, I got to take a short break. We got to pay the bills. Prize Picks is the number one daily fantasy sports app. Prize Picks allows you to make an entry based on player projections, and in 60 seconds, you can enter something like Travis Kelsey more than five catches, Tyreek Hill more than 100 yards receiving, and Justin Fields less than 200 yards passing. And if your picks are right, you can win money. Making picks makes games more engaging, and you could turn something like $5 into $50. Prize Picks offers quick and easy deposits. You can even use Apple Pay. And they have weekly promotions that can lead to big payouts. For example, there's a weekly event called Taco Tuesday. Each Tuesday, Prize Picks discounts select player projections up to 25% to provide even more value. So put your skills to the test in daily fantasy. Go to prizepicks.com slash CLNS and use code CLNS for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash CLNS, code CLNS, for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize picks, daily fantasy made easy. All right, we are back. Um, I want to give a recommendation real quick. There's a song that's been stuck in my head all day. It's Runaway by Mars, or Runaway to Mars by uh, the band Talk. But there's a version of that song, it's the string version specifically, where they've got like violin and cello, and it sounds effing amazing. It's been stuck in my head all day. Um, big fan of Talk. He's like this guy who wears, I mean, dude, he's the most interesting looking person. Massive dude, wears giant overalls, Crocs all the time, glitter on his face. He's got the voice of an angel. Look up. Uh, talk, run away to Mars, but specifically listen to the string version on YouTube. It is, whoo, oh my gosh, the voice of an angel. Let's talk about some crazy stuff that happened this week during fantasy football. Um, number one, the two highest scoring running backs happen to both be on the Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins ran for 350 yards as a team. They scored 70 points. They dropped 70 points on Denver, and uh, Devon Achan was a number one running back this week at 51.3 points. Two touchdowns, over 200 yards rushing. And then the other running back in Miami had 45.2 points with, I believe, only like 85 yards rushing but three touchdowns. I mean, they really dominated running football, Miami did. And it's very rare to see two running backs on the same team. I don't know if that's really ever happened in the— Has that ever happened in, like, the history of fantasy football? I mean, when's the last time 70 points was scored and a team had five rushing touchdowns and over 350 yards between two players? I, I can't think of that. Uh, and I, I I literally almost wonder if ever in the fantasy football era, two running backs have scored both more than 45 points on the same day, one of them more than 50. Oh, yeah, by the way, our quarterback also was a high-scoring quarterback uh, across the NFL. Uh, I guess maybe second. He was second behind Justin Herbert. So two of a second highest-scoring quarterback. Just a wild, insane day for the Miami Dolphins. Uh, Devon Achain was on my friend Andy's bench. And he lost by less than seven points, and he didn't play Devin Achan, which is just brutal. Um, and it's really bad. You know, his team is known as X going to give it to you for Austin Eckler. Um, he started Austin Eckler, who did not play. And it was widely known, I thought before the game, Austin Eckler isn't going to play. That's why I started Joshua Kelly, the Chargers backup running back. Now, that didn't help me, by the way. But, um, dude, Andy, that's a, that's a, a lot of... A, bad decision-making and bad luck. Here's another thing that happened to Andy that's bad luck. So he didn't start Dev Devin Achan, the number one running back, scored over 50 points. He lost by less than seven. So 
and he had a missed opportunity. He could have won this game. I know that's painful for him. Another thing that's painful on his bench was Tank Dell, the Houston receiver who had over 25.5, 25.5 points, over 25 points on the day. That one's less obvious. I mean, starting a running back who didn't play uh, when you've got a guy, Devin A. Chain, who he's not a home run hitter and didn't kind of came out of nowhere. I, I'm not faulting you, but dude, you got to start a player who's actually playing. Come on, man. Uh, Tank Dell, though, I don't blame you for not starting Tank Dell. You had Chris Olave and Michael Pittman Jr., both who had pretty good days, uh, right around 15, 16, 18 points on the day. Um, but if you started Tank Dell, you would have won. So, like, uh, in both circumstances, uh, Austin uh, Eckler and then, um, you know, have, having him start who didn't play. So, Andy, I'm sorry, man. X not going to give it to you this week. And, uh, you know, Devin A-Chain... On your bench, Tank Dell, on your bench, that's what, over 75 points you missed out on? I know that has to hurt, Andy. I'm sorry. I love you, man, but you done messed up. Now, talking about bad luck, um, Rhett Bartolini, friend of the show in the league, his team name is Touchdown Jesus, which I love. I believe it's a picture of uh, the Notre Dame uh, Touchdown Jesus, which I totally love. Great. I love that idea. Uh, Rhett Bartolini got screwed, man. I feel so bad for him. He scored 154.46 points and lost 154 to 155.28. He lost by less than one point and scored over 154 points. I mean, that's just like the worst luck you can possibly have. He had Raheem Mostert, remember who had over 45 points. Great for him. He also had Devontae Adams on his team. Devontae Adams scored 42.2 points. Um, So he had like these incredibly high scoring players and still didn't win. Now, Bad news for him, uh, his other running back, Derrick Henry, had two points on the day. 11 carries for 20 yards. That's bad luck. I mean, Derrick Henry not getting more than two points. Because if Derrick Henry gets three points, Rhett Bartolini wins this matchup. <laughs> like, that is the worst luck I can even imagine. I feel so bad for Rhett. You score 154 points and you lose? Like, oh, I feel bad for you, man. Um, now, his opponent did have Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen was the highest scoring receiver this week. He had 45.46 points, 18 catches, 215 yards. Oh, yeah, by the way, and a touchdown pass for 49 yards. So uh, Keenan Allen killed it this week, but you had the number one, sorry, you had the number two running back and the number two receiver on the week, and you lost. I mean, that's brutal bad luck for Rhett Bartolini. And uh, I think really the truly bad luck thing here is that Derrick Henry had two points. I mean, if Derrick Henry has three points, you'll win. I mean, that's that's really how close it was, and uh, a lot of pain there for Rhett. Here's another tough one. Um, there's only one 0-3 team in the entire league, and it's Phoenix Fife's team. His team name is I Just Want More Than 70 Points. Now, uh, we all kind of saw it happen live during the draft. Rhett Bartolini, uh, I believe, like, missed half the draft and got auto-drafted a bunch, and his team just kind of screwed him over, drafting players that didn't make any sense. Which is why everyone tells me how great AI is and how you got to trust people who have analytics, and you got to trust all these people that know something about fantasy football that have com- computer-generated crap. Um, computer-generated crap screwed over Phoenix Vife. So I don't know that, like, whenever anyone tells you, you know, this computer knows a lot about fantasy football, I'm like, does it? Because I watch fantasy football um, computer analytics crap draft for Phoenix Fife and totally destroy his football team. Drafting like eight receivers in a row. He had no running backs. It was it was bad for him. I felt really, really, really horrible for him actually during the draft. Um and, you know, he just I think was at work or something. I, I don't I don't hey, we should probably get him on the show. Like hey, hey Phoenix, come on talk about your pain. We could do like a, a Discord interview or something. I'd love to have you on the show. Tell me what happened during the draft and why your team um 
got auto drafted like half the half the time because you you really got obliterated and screwed by that. Either way, uh, Phoenix lost one hundred and thirty five point five to sixty two point four two points. He lost by over seventy three points. He's zero and three. Um, he also started Josh Allen, who had twenty two point three two points, but he left Tua on his bench, which is not the first time, by the way. Multiple times this year, Tua has been incredibly high scoring, but he left Tua on his bench. Phoenix, what are you doing? I know it wouldn't have mattered. You would have lost either way. And I mean, it's not like I mean Josh Allen had six fewer points than than Tua. Tua had twenty eight point three six points. It's not like there was a huge difference there. But are you ever going to learn? Are you going to start Tua like? For real. I mean, what are you doing, man? I, I love you, buddy, but um, Tua should be your starting quarterback every week. And now he's actually shopping Josh Allen around trying to trade him away. I think he's learned his lesson, but, oh, man, it's, it's, a, it's a brutal one. Um, now, Colts kicker Matt Gay had 24 points this week, four field goals over 53 yards. Sorry, 53, 53, 53, and 54 yards. I watched that game. Uh, one of the best kicking performances I've seen in a long time. I actually picked him up. I was impressed. I got furious. My kicker, Brian, uh, Brandon McManus, had negative one points at one point this week. And I was like, nope, you're done. I'm out. I, I saw Matt Gay available. I was like, no one wants him. I'll take him. All right, screw it. I don't know if that's a good move or not. It was kind of impulsive, but we'll see. I got nothing to lose kicker-wise. Um, I really wanted I wanted Young Way Koo, uh, the kicker in Atlanta. Didn't work out. Didn't get him in the draft. Um, the Bills' defense was the highest-scoring defense this week in fantasy football. They had 33 points, four interceptions. They only allowed... Three points. Remember, Buffalo beat Washington 37 to 3. They had nine sacks. I didn't realize that from that game. One forced fumble, a fumble recovery, and a touchdown. Buffalo absolutely obliterated Washington this week. And then Keenan Allen, worth noting, if you have Keenan Allen on your fantasy team, you are so happy. He's been the highest scoring receiver two weeks in a row. And uh, Keenan Allen is just on a tear. A touchdown pass, 215 yards, 18 catches week three. Unbelievable. Um, now we got some bad luck for Josh. I want to talk about his team. Jackson's prison. TikTok, hilarious name. I love that so much. Uh, Josh lost 121 to 112 and some change for both teams, but, um, his number one, uh, number one, I think it's actually technically his number two running back. Tyler Algier only had 4.9 points. Um, Jarek McKinnon on his bench had 17.8 points. Now I know that hurt. i also don't know how you predict that. You can't really predict Atlanta running the ball for only 44 yards on the day, having just a terrible day running the football. And you can't really predict when a one of the three running backs in rotation for Kansas City is going to have an amazing day for 17.8 points. But still, I want to acknowledge that because, well, I don't blame Josh. I don't think Josh—it's not calculated. This is like a—just kind of a bad beat, like bad luck for him. I still know it hurts to lose by, what, less than 10 points and have—so you lost by nine— and you had, you know, Tyler Algier as a starter when a guy, Jarek McKinnon, is on your bench scoring 17.8 points. That's happened to me before. Happened to me, I believe, last week. And I was like, oh, man, I should have started this other guy. I would have won. So I, I understand your pain. I've been there, Josh. I love you, man. That sucks. Here are the standings so far in the Strong Opinion Sports Patreon League. The number one team, the only 3-0 team, is busting on Cousins. Well done, man. I love that. Kind of a... Uh, Bit of Alabama vibes there, but that's awesome. Uh, the number two team in the league, the the next couple teams are all two and one. Uh, number two is 24-7 ass ETN season. Remember the, the Travis, e, Trevor, Travis? Gosh, which one? One of them's at Florida. One of them's at ja- plays for Jacksonville. Why am I blanking? I think, I think, I think it's Travis ETN. 
is the running back for Jacksonville? I have no idea. Travis and Trevor. That's a tough one. My brothers was I was Zach. He was Zay, and my brother was my sister was Zoe, who became Zeke and transitioned. So a lot of Z names. I got called every name in the book. I understand, but it. Travis and Trevor, I can't remember for the life of me which one is the NFL player and which one's the one at Florida right now. It's funny to me. Either way, uh, third in the league is Ayahuasca Won't Fix That, uh, Sam Colburn's team. Fourth is TheBomb.com. Fifth is Ruggs Racing Crew. Sixth is Jackson's Prison TikTok. Seventh is The Jordan Rules. Eighth is Addison Vet Services. Shout out to Logan. Look up Jordan Addison driving his uh, to an emergency for his dog. Um, then the ninth team, this is the first one and two team and the rest are all one and two, except for the lowly Phoenix Fife. Uh, touchdown. Jesus is one and two. He's the number nine team in the standings. 10th is children of analytics. 11th is my team, the serial predators. We love that name because of Deshaun Watson. We don't, it's, it's messed up, but whatever. Uh, the 12th team is how'd that get up there? That's the worst team name in the league. It's like the only one left that sucks, by the way. Y- you got to figure it out. I think it's Jake. Uh, Jake, we're playing each other this week, right? Yeah. Jake, what are you doing? Yeah, I know you can come up with a better name than how'd that get up there. Unless you got a great reason. If you can tell me like the history of it and make a good argument why your team name should stay the same because it's somehow some clever joke. I'm not seeing it. Now, I didn't understand the Addison Vet Services at first either. So maybe there's a hidden meaning I don't understand. But so far, uh, I don't see a hidden meaning. How'd that get up there is just a terrible name all around. Love you, though. We're playing each other. I got to talk a little bit of smack. Uh, The 13th team in the league is X. Not going to give it to you. He did, in fact, actually change it. I noticed that a second ago. Uh, the 14th team is half-mast Chubbs. 15th is just another Florida man. And then number 16, last in the league, the only 0-3 team. I almost want to get him. You know, it'd be kind of fun to interview, like, who the person I play every week. That'd be kind of fun. Like, maybe Jake this week wants to come on the show for, like, I don't know, a 15-minute segment and just, like, talk about how good and bad things went for him and what he likes about the league. I think that'd be kind of a fun addition to this is just interviewing the person I play for like 15 minutes. I think it's possible and fun would be kind of cool. Record like Wednesday night after work for you guys out there on the mainland. Um, Phoenix Fife, you should come on the show. <laughs> you, you got screwed over by um, your your auto draft. I don't know what was happening during the draft. It was pretty clear. I mean, we did. We have 16 people in the league. So if you got screwed over by the scheduling, I apologize. But we did the best we could trying to organize 16 people all at the same time. It was a Friday night. We, we did the best we could. Um, Phoenix team, their last, they're 0-3. His team name is I Just Want More Than 70 Points. Phoenix, I'm so sorry, buddy. I love you, man. Thanks for playing. I'm glad you're involved. Uh, I hope you have a better rest of your season than you've had during the first three weeks, but it doesn't look like it's getting much better. Um, however, again, I, I know the discouragement of having, you know, once um, my freshman year of football, we won one game. And then I transferred schools and won more games in one season than I won the entire two years I was at David Douglas High School in Portland. Um, so I, my point is I've, I've been on a season where you barely win. It's not fun. It sucks. It's horrible. And, uh, you know, I if I'm Phoenix, I'm just, I'm just trying to hang in there. And, and Phoenix, I want to tell you, I'm glad you're playing. I'm glad you're around. I'm glad you're involved. Keep heart. Um, I hope you don't stop engaging with it because I know when you're losing, you're just getting your butt kicked every week. It's hard to to stay into it. You're just kind of discouraged and, and sad. Um, this upcoming weekend in, in NFL, week four, uh, fantasy football week four, I played Jake. Remember the guy with the horrible team name? How'd that get up there? The last bad name. Everyone, cha- everyone that had a bad name changed their team name except for Jake. Jake, what are you doing? 
If you got a reason, if you can justify your team name, do it. But if not, I'm going to call you out every week until you change it. Or just maybe you want to get roasted every week. And uh, I'm not really roasting you. I'm just telling you, I think your team name sucks. And you can definitely do better as a creative adult human being. Um, I would call Jake beatable, but it won't be easy. Um, <laughs> I, I cough. Maybe that's me feeling the pressure. Um, <laughs> his quarterback last week was Brock Purdy. I can't imagine. I mean, if you want to keep Brock Purdy as your starting quarterback. See, this is the flaw inherently of talking about next week's matchup. I should probably just say nothing because I'm happy with him keeping Anthony Richardson on his bench. I would start Anthony Richardson if I were you. But now I feel like I'm helping my opponent by telling him that. So I don't love that. He's got a couple good running backs. Saquon Barkley, Alvin Kamara. Um, Alvin Kamara. You can figure it out. You should keep Alvin Kamara on your bench. Remember, he's suspended. He can't play this week. <laughs> uh, and Saquon, you know, he's not going to play. Don't don't start Saquon. He's got an ankle injury. <laughs> I'm not lying to you. Um, I got a chance. So I, I need Jameer Gibbs to break out. I really need Jameer Gibbs to have a great game this week. He's got the 49ers defense to play Arizona. I've got the Cowboys defense playing the Patriots. Dude, I have no idea. The Cowboys defense got... Uh, embarrassed um, by Arizona last week. So I, I have really have no idea. I can't imagine the 49ers lose that football game, but I, I, I need Mac Jones to struggle. I really, I really need the Patriots to, to be bad on offense. So the Cowboys can score a lot of points. Um, gosh, man, I, I really like the Jaguars play in London. Calvin Ridley's got a score tank. Dell um, was apparently the best receiver in Houston and, Nico Collins did nothing. So I, I need Nico Collins to play well. I need my team to step up. We had a horrible week three. Like, it was discouraging. And I was like, man, this is not fun. I found another way to lose in my life. It's not awesome. So uh, we'll see what happens. Um, we've been going on long enough. I love you guys. I'll see you next week as we talk about fantasy football. Have a great day. Enjoy Thursday night football tonight. Lions at Packers. It's going to be awesome. Jameer Gibbs, please, please have 200 yards and seven touchdowns. I would love that. Anyway, no, maybe maybe just go for 400 yards. If you're gonna, if we're gonna have outlandish aspirations. I want Jameer Gibbs to have 10 touchdowns, break every record, and run for 500 yards. Let's just do that, and then I'd win easily. I'd probably score. How many points would I score if my running back ran for 500 yards and 10 touchdowns? Do you have any idea? I would probably win solely with one player. I would never need to do anything ever again in fantasy football. <laughs> but anyway, regardless, um, yeah, enjoy enjoy Thursday night football tonight. Watch on Prime Vision. Have a great day. I love you. And uh, ba -dum -bum, bam, we are done.